Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Monday, April 24th, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are mostly lower, heading into a busy week of earnings and inflation data. Energy and defensive groups outperform, while REITs, tech, and consumer discretionary retreat. There's continued strength in MedTech following a sell-side upgrade of Medtronic and better results from Philips out of Europe. First Republic rallies into afternoon earnings, but regional banks are generally lower after credit rating downgrades on a handful of companies. Treasury yields are lower across the curve. The dollar is weaker versus euro and sterling, but firmer against yen. Gold and industrial metals are little changed, while crude oil trades higher after bullish consolidation. Bond yields are lower after the April Dallas Fed index missed consensus and reached its lowest level since last July. This is the second regional Fed survey to miss following a strong rebound in the Empire Manufacturing Index. Flash PMIs on Friday were also stronger than expected, which keeps the Fed on track for another 25 basis point rate hike on May 3rd. Inflation data is in focus this week, with the Q1 Employment Cost Index on Thursday and March PCE on Friday. The ECB's Wunsch said the market is still underestimating the Eurozone terminal rate and added he wouldn't be surprised if the deposit rate goes to 4%. Increased attention on the debt ceiling follows disappointing April 15 tax receipts and reports suggesting that McCarthy doesn't yet have the votes to pass his recently unveiled plan. About 20% of S&P 500 companies have reported Q1 results, with around 70% beating EPS estimates. This week marks the peak in Q1 earnings season, with about $10 trillion in market cap reporting, including results from Google tomorrow, Meta on Wednesday, and Amazon on Thursday. Shares of Coca-Cola are higher, but off best levels after the company posted double-digit organic revenue growth for a fifth straight quarter. Earnings to watch after the close include results from Cadence, First Republic, Tenable, and Whirlpool. Investment manager selection is critical to maximizing long-term returns. To see Jackson Square Capital's historical performance or learn more about our investment strategy, email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com. Afternoon results from First Republic will impact near-term regional bank sentiment. Relatively stable deposit flows and unchanged loan growth guidance are the most surprising takeaways from those who reported last week. Two weeks ago, we suggested that some regional banks will choose to shrink in order to grow. Reports this morning suggest that PacWest is considering the sale of its lender finance arm to shrink its balance sheet and free up capital. Two-year Treasury yields backed up to our technical objective near 4.25% last week. We think that level caps the upper end of the range for the cycle, with support now at 4.05%. We expect two-year yields will eventually break to the 345 to 3.6% range. Ten-year yields reach similar resistance in the 3.65% range to a new objective near 3.2%. A break below 3.2% will
will confirm a peak in 10-year yields and feed further rotation into growth equity sectors. Note that past debt ceiling debates resulted in lower intermediate or 5 to 10-year Treasury yields as a flight to quality trade preceded the perceived funding deadline. In the near term, we expect 10-year TIPS inflation break-even yields will also fall to support near 209 basis points. Nominal yields holding 320 basis points and break-even yields holding 209 would keep 10-year real yields above the 108 basis point level we're using to trigger a large overweight in tech equities. The 510 yield curve inversion made a bottom near negative 36 basis points in early March. The confirmed bottom has us looking for a positively sloped 510 curve in the months ahead. During past tightening cycles, a positively sloped 510 yield curve preceded a Fed pivot by several weeks. Looking at the S&P 500, the index is in technical short-term overbought territory and looks fundamentally overbought relative to current terminal rate expectations of 5.1%. A rising cost of capital, ongoing monetary tightening, and contracting money supply will eventually lead to accelerated disinflation. Unfortunately, these factors also lead to much slower growth and a likely recession. Equity markets have been relatively resilient despite the deteriorating macro backdrop. This is probably because everyone is already bearish, equity position remains light, and sideline cash in nominal terms is at record levels. These factors have also contributed to unusually subdued equity market volatility in the face of rising bond market volatility. But in the past, that dynamic has resulted in pent-up selling pressure and capitulation once technical support breaks. And late last week, trading action in the S&P 500 triggered bearish momentum divergence signals. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with friends, family, business associates, or anybody you think can benefit from listening. To learn more about how we apply our insights at Jackson Square Capital, visit us at jacksonsquarecap.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.